today on CityCast Salt Lake. I'm sure by now you've heard that a mountain lion attacked a woman in Mill Creek Canyon. She was out for a morning run on the popular Pipeline Trail. Now, I absolutely hate this story because it brings up all my worst trail fears. So I called up Faith Heaton Jolly. She's the public information officer for the Utah Department of Wildlife Services. And frankly, I just really wanted her to calm my nerves. It's Thursday, September 29th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. You don't, you're not doing the video, okay. I wasn't sure, I like threw on the uniform just in case, cause you never know, but <laughs> rocking the browns for you guys, but you know. <laughs> Okay, Faith, for anyone who hasn't heard this story, can you just give us like a quick play-by-play? What happened in Mill Creek Canyon on Sunday morning? Yes. So essentially, a woman and her friend were trail running on the pipeline trail in Mill Creek Canyon around 8.30 a.m., just going for a routine jog uh, or, you know, hike. Um, They came around a corner on the trail and they encountered a mountain lion just right there face-to-face also on the trail. And it sounds like it kind of startled the cougar. So the woman kind of starts backing away, and as she did so, the cougar kind of leaped out at her, and it sounds like kind of swatted, and it's she slipped and fell backward, and then the cougar made contact with her leg and left two puncture marks in her right leg with its claws. Thankfully, she was running with a friend, and the friend was able to, you know, grab some rocks, hits the cougar, so it runs away, you know, they, anyway, so they're able to get out of the area, the cougar leaves the trail, and then fortunately, they were able to hike back down the trail, you know, call 911, emergency responders come. Um, but thankfully, the injuries were not life-threatening. You know, she's in stable condition. Um, yeah. So as you can imagine, since, you know, this involved wildlife, we were contacted and our biologists and conservation officers responded to the scene. And typically the the situation with something like this, especially where it involves an injury to a person, is we do try to locate the animal. Usually, and in this case as well, we use trained hounds. The dogs were able to pick up that scent, and then they were um, fortunately able to actually locate the cougar. That's usually one of the hard parts in, in an incident like this, is finding the right animal. And unfortunately, it was euthanized, um, which is part of our policy since there was an injury involved. Can you tell me more about that? Why did you, why is that the policy that you have to euthanize the animal? Because it's just like it seems like another horrific layer to this story. Yeah, and it's you know it is kind of a a hard part, and we understand you know it's it's unfortunate, right? When any wildlife have to be euthanized, as you know, especially when something like this happens. So our policy does basically state that anytime somebody is injured by an animal, we euthanize just purely out of public safety concerns. So just, mm. you know, in this situation, it seems like our biologists don't think that the the cougar was trying to prey on the woman per se. You know, it wasn't trying to, you know, eat her. It was just kind of right. reacting since they had this startling encounter. Um, mm. But our policy basically just stipulates, you know, it, it gets hard, right, to know the intent of an animal. So mm. rather than trying to okay. guess that, right, was it... Was it actually attacking? Was it self-defense? Right. It's too hard to get into the weeds on that. We don't try to play the guesswork with that. We just want to make sure it it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And we are also going to test the animal for rabies um, just as a precaution Mm -hmm. for this woman, right? Because that can be transmitted through 
scratches or bites. So that's kind of another another safety aspect. And unfortunately, the animals do, it requires like matter from their brain. So they can't live through a, a rabies test type of thing. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. And I mean, one of the things that like makes this story so heartbreaking is that there are basically two victims in this story, right? Three, including the friend, because if I was the friend, I would be traumatized forever. Um, (laughs) But we're in this cat's habitat and it ended up dead. And I'm, you know, one of the things I've been thinking is like, if you're a DWR employee and you get this news or you get this call, like what's the vibe in the office? We, we, uh, you know, our biologists, our law enforcement, they get into these positions because they love wildlife. You know, they're passionate about wild, wildlife. They dedicate their lives, their careers to researching and, and conserving Utah's wildlife. I know there's, we've gotten some, you know, people that are obviously understandably are upset that the animal had to be euthanized. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, that's not something that our, our staff enjoy doing. But we do value that public safety. That is a priority for us. Yeah. I'm absolutely rattled by this story because it's basically my worst hiking fear realized. And it actually took me like a couple hours before I could even open it when I got the the news alert. But when I read it, one of my first thoughts was like, okay, what if she was alone? Like, how do you fight off a mountain lion by yourself? Yeah. And in fact, I mean, I think that's kind of why this has resonated, right? Is, you know, one, this is a common hiking area. This is a popular trail. You know, there's totally. a lot of people from the Wasatch Front that come here. And one of my former coworkers texted me and she saw the story and that, you know, I had given some information on it. And she was like, I hike this four times a week by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, please take a friend next time, you know, like do not mm-hmm. go by yourself. So that's kind of part of our mission too, as the Division of Wildlife, you know, we're trying to help balance, you know, the the public recreation use with some of these wildlife habitat areas, but also balance that with, you know, we're going to encounter wildlife. Yeah. Well, on like, what should you know? What If I turn that corner one mm-hmm. morning, I see a cougar, what's the wisdom? Yeah. So the kind of the first one we give is don't hike or jog alone, um, mm. especially in some of these canyon areas that it is common cougar habitat. So always take a friend if you can. Um, And we know cougars are the most active at dawn and at dusk. So maybe if you can't take a friend, avoid going during those times of day, right? Go at noon or, you know, different times of days when they're not so active. And then just, you know, being aware of your surroundings, you know, don't wear headphones, be alert, be aware, make noise as you're traveling, you know, have a group, that kind of thing. There's like even simple things like tie a bell to your shoe or something, right? Mm. So that you're consistently making noise. These are all good tips to kind of help prevent that kind of surprise encounter because the cougar, if it hears you coming, right, it's not going to be just hanging out typically. So I'm kind of doing what you can to prevent something like that. So far, these are all things I don't do. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Love headphones, love hiking alone, Mm -hmm. love going in the morning or the evening. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. this is hitting hard. Keep going. Keep going. And there's just things to be aware of, like you know, if you see a dead animal, particularly a deer, hmm. you know, that could be a cougar kill. So make sure you're leaving the area as quickly as you can. You know, things like that. Just kind of having that general awareness of the outdoors, some of the animal behaviors that, you know, can help prevent some of these surprise encounters. Yeah. And then in the and one thing I do want to emphasize that we've kind of trying to been trying to message since this incident, um, this is a very rare occurrence, right? Which is partly why it's kind of shocked people and why it's made the news. Like this is not common in the U.S. for cougar 
a cougar to harm a person. But again, if it does happen, right, because we've seen that it does happen, there are a few other things that we recommend. The first one is don't ever run from a cougar since sometimes that can trigger their instincts to chase. So kind of that prey relationship. So don't run, um, maintain eye contact. And then we recommend kind of standing up tall, making yourself big, kind of, you know, that dominant thing. Don't crouch or squat. Um, And then also just talk firmly, you know, stay calm, but like make noise, like make yourself known and then slowly back away from the area is kind of key. You know, typically if a cougar is actually trying to prey on you, you're not going to see it. They, they use stealth kind of tactics. They'll sneak up and then pounce, right? So in most of these situations, they're just trying to scare you off. So if they're kind of charging, bluff charging, swatting, things like that, they're typically just trying to get you out of the area. So if you're backing away slowly, you know, they're typically not going to like do a full attack. Um, but okay. in the event that you do, you know, like this in- instance, it swatted and and made contact with her leg, you know, it did scratch her Um, If you are attacked, you know, fight back. We just say use anything you can, which was a good thing. You know, they they actually did follow a lot of the recommendations we gave. She was trying to back away and then slipped, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And then they did use a rock to hit the cougar and, and, you know, use what they had to fight back. So we we typically say fight back, um, protect your head and your neck if you are attacked, because those are kind of where they'll go a lot of times for like Mm -hmm. the jugular type of thing. But if you're aggressive enough, the cougar is probably going to leave because it's, you know, it's traditional prey is a deer. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, it's not trying to feed on on humans. So if you're fighting back and kind of putting up a big fight, then it's then it's traditionally just going to leave and leave you alone. It sounds a lot like the bear wisdom. These are all things I've heard before, too, when we talk about bear encounters. Yes. Yeah. With black yeah. bears. Yeah. I think another thing about this story that rattled people is that Mill Creek is such a it's such a dog canyon. Like it's one of our only dog friendly canyons. You see a ton of dogs up there. It's a favorite spot for dog owners. And I what I've been like repeating this incident in my head all week have been thinking like, what if I have a dog? His name's Denny. Like, what if Denny was with me? And one of my friends who was trying to calm me down was like, cats don't like dogs. It would just run away. It would never attack Denny. So I'm asking you, an expert, will a mountain lion attack my dog? Uh, that's a great question. And I I mean, I'm sure it would, right? If hmm. Same thing, if it's kind of startled. We have had mm-hmm. cougars, like, this is sad. Um, sorry, this is like a downer podcast, maybe. But we have had cougars that have, like, killed pets um, yeah. when they're just kind of wandering through and they see it as, like, an easy food source, um, mm-hmm. which is obviously always sad to see some of that. But yeah, as far as like hiking with somebody, I haven't heard of a cougar like preying on a dog while the owner was there with them. Okay. Okay. So maybe together we're we're more fierce, me and my dog. We do recommend that people leash their dogs just so it is staying with you and kind of under control and it's not chasing wildlife or things like that, which can cause problems. But I know with moose, they do tend to be more aggressive if you have a dog. But yeah, with cougars, I have not heard that there's like evidence to support that necessarily. Okay. Faith, I feel a little bit better and oh, calmer. Good. <laughs> good. That's why we we keep trying to tell people like this is very rare. Like this, you know, this doesn't happen very often. So that's kind of yeah. why it's newsworthy. Um but I know it it can be frightening when people hear stuff like this, right? Cuz Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's right in our backyard. 
Well, and I think similar to bears, like for a lot of us who think about climate change a lot or have climate anxiety, (laughs) hello, reporting for duty, I'm always just like, okay, but will this become more frequent as animals are getting pushed out of their habitat more, like with urban sprawl, with expansion, with all of these things that are like, you know, affecting our valley is that going to create a trajectory that's even a slight increase in these kinds of attacks? And I think that's a source of anxiety around this too. Sure. And and I will say our biologists have actually said um, during extreme drought years, we sometimes will see an increase in, in wildlife, like coming down into the valleys looking mm-hmm. for food and water. So, I mean, that that could be a part of it. So I think this kind of getting out this education of like, here are things to do to prevent some of these conflicts before they happen is yeah. is crucial. You know, they're not going anywhere and we want them to have healthy populations. We're obviously not going anywhere and our population right. is only growing. Right. There's got to be room for both of us in this town. <laughs> right. We need to coexist. Yeah. And, and I will yeah. say we are taking steps to like, you know, we have, for example, we have like wildlife management areas across the state that we've kind of designated as these are places that can't be developed. You know, they are kind of here for the wildlife to provide habitat during the winter or the summer or things like that. So they can have places to feed and shelter and things. So for anybody that is worried that people are just coming in and taking over everything and pushing the animals out and destroying it all, like we are establishing some of these areas because that, you know, that's our whole mission is to help maintain healthy populations and conserve wildlife and fish across the state. So we are taking some of those steps and trying to secure migration corridor areas and building wildlife crossings so that we can coexist in these spaces. Okay. Faith, before I let you go, I have to put you on the spot a little bit. You were recently awarded for your work as a public information officer, and I have to gush. You deserve it. Oh, you're so nice. (laughs) Every time I get a press release from you, I'm so psyched. And it's always fun to just like talk about animals and learn about animals from you. It was definitely a surprise to me. So that was fun. Faith Jolly, thank you so much for your time today. I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on. One more thing before we go. If you want a thorough and simple resource for wildlife encounters, Faith suggested wildawareutah.org. They've got safety tips for every kind of wildlife encounter. And while my stress dreams about a dog mountain lion showdown will likely continue, Faith said the creature my dog and I should be most afraid of is moose. And right now moose are in their breeding season known as their rut. So the females are busy, but the males can be moody. If you do have an aggressive encounter with wildlife, the number to call is 911. Or if you prefer not to call that number, you can contact the DWR directly. Their Salt Lake hotline is 801-538-4700. Write that down. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Stay safe out there. Mountain lion, cougar, or puma? So it is all the same. Yeah, that is. Yeah, but for you. (laughs) 
Oh, so <laughs> I, I personally say mountain lion just yeah. because if you use cougar, people will make the joke about like older mm. women. Right. Yeah. So that's something we've unfortunately learned through our social media. So I prefer mountain lion just so <gasps> to avoid the comments from people that are being, think they're being funny. Also as a Utah, like why miss an opportunity to say mountain? Exactly. Drop that T mountain lion. Yeah. <laughs> mountain lion. 